Hey everyone, it's Pete DeYoung with Remax Professionals here. As you can see, I don't have Caitlin with me today, which is kind of too bad. Uh, but the reality is uh, she got some bad news about her puppy last night or this morning. So she's taking some time off. Uh, she's not doing really well. So uh, hopefully things work out well with Bruno. And uh, But either way, that, uh, that Kate would be back soon. In the meantime, here's what's going on with the market. And again, as usual, we're going to be comparing September of this year versus September of last year. So just to be clear, and the prices that we're going to talk about are not average prices, but benchmark prices, which is a little bit better to look at because when you see uh, average prices climbing by two or three percent, it's only because we're selling more of the lower price stuff and less of the higher price stuff. But if you look at a benchmark price, then you can sort of say, well, it looks like my house in my market is probably going to go up about, you know, closer to that amount. So, but we'll go through that a little bit more detail. Overall, what's happening in the last little while has changed a little bit because uh, I know, you know, for the last six or eight months or 10 months, whatever we've been saying, same story as last year, inventory is down, uh, sales are up. But in September, things did take a little bit of a twist, and that is that inventory came up from last year. So uh, right now, our inventory is uh, at uh, 300 and Oh, sorry, 3,370 homes, which is still really, really low. But new listings were up 21% from last year. So that's been uh, an interesting change. Now, part of that is because inventory was so darn low last year that, you know, starting at, uh, at a really low base, it's not hard to get an increase on it. But uh, new listings were at 31,000, 31, yeah, 3,100 uh, new listings in September. Sales uh, were at 24. So sales were up 30%. Listings were up just over 20%, which, mean that, which means that total inventory, by the way, is still down uh, 24% or uh, nearly 25% from last year. So inventory uh, is, is new listings are up over last year. Total inventory is still down uh, 24%. So as long as we're with a shortage of inventory that we've been experiencing, you can expect that prices are going to remain stable or continue to climb. And that's just merely a result of, uh, you know, we're just not building enough homes for the amount of people that we're bringing in as usual. So months of supply actually came down. Uh, months of supply now is at 1.4. So just less than a month and a half supply of homes on the market, which again, I mean, that's tiny. And in some markets, especially the market, you know, sort of below the $600,000 level, it's even lower than that. There's, there's virtually nothing. A house goes up and it's gone. So um, that months of supply is down 41.5% uh, from last year. So what has this done to pricing? Well, total benchmark pricing is up about 9%. We're now looking at $570,000. In terms of detached homes, they're up uh, over 11%. And again, this is benchmark prices, not average. So the average or, you know, typically a home in your neighborhood would be up sort of over 10% from last year, which is not bad. I mean, that's a you know, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollar return if that's what uh, you know. If you're in the five, six, seven hundred thousand dollar price range, uh, semi-detached homes are up about the same, just over ten percent. Uh, townhouses, it's crazy, they're up almost twenty percent from last year. But I remember last year when I was doing these market reports and talking about how badly they'd been, they were doing, and just like, man, I think if you're looking for an investment right now. Um, nobody wants these townhouses, which means as an investor, that's a good time to buy a townhouse uh, with a market yings yen. So anyway, so they're up uh, over 17% from last year, which is pretty darn good. 
And uh, apartments, again, uh, they're up 15%. So apartments had a long ways to go as well, especially after the damage that COVID did to the downtown core in conjunction with uh, the uh, the drop in price and uh, the drop of values in the prices of uh, oil and gas and and, uh, and that whole market. So the, the two of them conspired against uh, downtown condos and really beat it up. Um, condos outside of the downtown didn't fare as badly. So uh, anyways, so they're up about 15% from, uh, from last year in terms of the areas of the city that are, uh, outperforming the other ones. It's the, um, it's the East side, uh, forest lawn, Dover, uh, all those areas that are outperforming everybody still they're up about 20% from last year. And this goes back to what I was saying is when you see an average price go up a, a smaller amount than the benchmark prices, because if these areas that have uh, have prices where people can still afford to live, you know, prices that are four or five hundred thousand dollars for a detached home, they're up twenty percent from last year. The Northeast, which would include sort of everything uh, north of kind of like Memorial or whatever, they're up sixteen percent uh, from last year. Other areas are all usually up around ten percent, and then the downtown is up about five percent. So there's still room for uh, some real growth downtown. I've been saying it for a year. I'll continue to say it until it's not true anymore. But I still think if you're looking for an investment property, the downtown, as with most downtowns uh, across North America, by the way, they were all kind of gutted by COVID and people starting to work from home and that kind of stuff. But people are beginning to see that that doesn't really work, that you, you're better off being surrounded by a team uh, by a team, and, you know, holding each other accountable and being able to talk about ideas and bang stuff around with other people. So people are returning to the office uh, to a, to a large degree. And I think that's going to affect, uh, the downtown core as well. So that's what happened in September of 2023. If you have any questions about what happened in your immediate market, or if you're thinking of selling your place, give me a shout or give Kate a shout and I'd uh, love to talk to you about it. We do do things differently. Uh, I like to think that we do things better and we're constantly trying to improve even how we do things. And as a result, I think we're getting close to, uh, like 84 or 85, uh, five-star Google reviews in a row. And I take that as a massive compliment. Uh, my wife would tell you, if you know her, that uh, I get a bigger I get a bigger thrill out of those uh, Google reviews than I do out of a commission check half the time. So I just love them. Anyway, so if, by the way, that means if you're, uh, if you're a client of mine and you haven't done a Google review, please do. I mean, people do read them. We are in what's called a, a review economy. So people look at reviews before choosing a real estate agent or uh, a hairdresser or a lawyer. So uh, if you don't mind, leave me a review. If it's a crap cap, sorry, if it's a crappy review, give me a shout first. I'd like to learn how I can do things better. Uh, but by all means, leave a, leave an honest review is great. Uh, thanks again so much. You can reach me anytime at the uh, website that'll appear here or here or here or here. Uh, it's www.petedeyoung.ca. And uh, you can always find me on Facebook and stuff like that too. And uh, otherwise, yeah, call me or text me anytime on my cell at 403-818-7310. That number will probably appear here or here or here or here too. So uh, anyways, um, thinking of Kate today and I uh, hope she's doing okay and hope to see her back next time. In the meantime, over and out. Thanks.